Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 34, Happy Accidents. I'm your host, Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a grateful member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we will be searching to find the happiest moments in every situation. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. Last time we talked about the happy that can come into your life by just being you. Today, we're going to talk about what to do when mistakes that can bring us down come into our lives and how we can turn them around into happy accidents. When I was young and anxious to learn how to paint, I used to watch Bob Ross on TV as he would teach how to paint ocean scenes, mountain ranges, and forest settings full of what he called happy little trees. One thing he also taught along with his art was the phrase, we don't make mistakes, we just have happy accidents. As an artist over the years, I have painted so many, many mistakes. Some of them I painted over and started again. Some of them I organized into my closet to be painted over later. And some of them I actually stopped and used the mistake in the painting to create something I hadn't even thought of before. Something that turned out better than I thought I could do. I do agree that mistakes can be turned into something good. A very favorite book of mine is called Mistakes That Worked, 40 Familiar Inventions and How They Came to Be, written by Charlotte Jones and John O'Brien. In it, they describe 40 everyday inventions that started out as a mistake. I wonder if the title of the book could also be called People who made their mistakes work. Sandwiches, for instance, came about when an English earl was too busy to eat his meal and needed to keep one hand free. Potato chips were first cooked by a chef who was furious when a customer complained that his fried potatoes weren't thin enough, so he decided to make them as thin as possible just to show him. But the customer ended up liking the new crisp fried potato chips even better. One year when I was teaching fourth grade, my students were working on a Halloween drawing complete with haunted houses and ghosts. One student came up to my desk in tears to show me that she had made a mistake, not only in her drawing, but she had erased so hard that right in the center of her picture, she had erased a hole through the middle. She thought her whole picture was now ruined and wanted to throw it away. I told her that maybe there was something we could do with her picture, and so we came up with an idea. I asked her to draw a small picture of a ghost and then to cut it out. When she was done, I handed her a strip of paper and told her to fold it like a fan. We applied the glue to both sides of the fan and then stuck it right over the hole on her picture. We glued on the ghost to the other end, and now it appeared as if the ghost was floating right over the top of the haunted house. Soon, 
every other student noticed the new idea and started doing the same thing to their pictures. The artwork was a success, and because of a little mistake she made, something even better became the result. We all make mistakes, some big and some little. Sometimes mistakes can get us down and can even make us feel like giving up. We may even come down on ourselves and start disbelieving in our own capabilities to learn and to grow. People tend to view mistakes and shortcomings very differently. Some people claim them to be so embarrassing that they would never want to show their face at work or school again, while others would not mind telling everyone out loud about their mistakes right in the middle of the cafeteria. So why are we so different in handling mistakes? The way we as individuals look at our own performance and our own mistakes differs a lot. There are many different factors that define our reactions and emotions of our mistakes and shortcomings. Sometimes we might see a mistake as a personal failure and can even measure ourselves by this one mistake as a total mess up, leading us into trying to avoid future mistakes at all costs. On the other hand, we might see a mistake as a guide or a chance to learn something new. We might tell ourselves that setbacks are very important pieces of information that can help us improve and become better. In the book, The Happiness Advantage, Sean Aker teaches that in the middle of crisis, in the middle of mistakes and failure, there is a pathway up. He states, quote, On every mental map after crisis or adversity, there are three mental paths to take. One path keeps circling around where you currently are. The mistake or the negative event creates no change and you end up right where you started. Another path leads you toward more negative consequences. You become worse off after the negative event. This path is why we are so afraid of conflict and challenge. But then there is one more path, the third path. This path leads us from failure or setback to a place where we actually are stronger and more capable than before the fall. However, finding the third path when you are right in the middle of a challenge is not easy. In a crisis, failure, or mistake, we tend to even have trouble seeing the path that will be the most positive or productive one. In fact, sometimes when we feel helpless and hopeless, we even stop believing such a pathway up even exists. But this is the path we should be looking for. Your ability to find the third path is the difference between those who are crippled by mistakes and failure and those who can rise above it. I love this quote by Jim Collins, author of Good to Great. In it, he teaches, quote, We are not imprisoned by our circumstances. We are not imprisoned by our setbacks or our history or our mistakes or even our staggering defeats along the way. We are freed by our choices, end quote. 
after a mistake, after a failure, after challenges, you have a choice to see the setback as an opportunity for growth. When you see that there is a choice to grow and learn, then you will be more likely to actually experience growth after a mistake. On the other hand, if you see the failure or mistake as the worst thing in the world, it becomes just that. By scanning what's up ahead of you, by looking for positive opportunities, chances to learn and grow, and by rejecting the belief that every down in life leads you only further downward, you will give yourself the greatest power possible, the ability to fall up, not despite the setback, but because of the setback. You will be even stronger and more capable than before the mistake. Elder Dallin H. Oaks taught that mistakes and sins are not the same. He said, quote, I would say that a wrong choice in the contest between what is good and what is bad is a sin. But a poor choice among things that are good, better, and best is merely a mistake. And then he explained, We should seek to avoid mistakes since some mistakes have very painful consequences. But we do not seek to avoid mistakes at all costs. Mistakes are inevitable in the process of growth in mortality. And I love this last part. To avoid all possibility of error is to avoid all possibility of growth. End quote. Don't you love that part? In other words... When we have those moments that a mistake has erased a hole right in the middle of your day, lift yourself up knowing that mistakes can be converted into something good. You might even look back someday on past mistakes with a smile, or even see the hand of the Lord in your life as you were taught not only something good, but something that can help you for the rest of your life. What are you doing in your own life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar, and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life. Even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet, you will be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We are going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations, that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together, we are out to find the happy. Thanks for listening again today. Remember, the next time a mistake creeps into your day, you can use that downward momentum to push yourself in the direction of up and over you will be able to become even happier as you learn how to fall up. Bye for now. See you next time.